Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Galatians chapter 4. Join me, join me in Galatians chapter 4. What well, EP sounds like he was going to work on that next week. Uh, I'm glad I beat him to it, but but he, he probably, he, he got more to say than me uh, about the subject, I'm pretty sure. He'll just, if, 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 if EP don't even feel ashamed, you can come behind me, correct everything I messed up. I correct everything I messed up and you can fix it, make it right. Just, just be happy. Don't even think about it. We preach the same scripture. We can preach the same scripture. We can sing the same songs. And so everybody got their flavor. <laughs> somebody, somebody in the chat say preach EP. <laughs> hey, you with me if, in, in, uh, if you're with me in Galatians chapter 4, I'm going to just begin reading at verse 4. It says, but when the right time came, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, just because it's just so plain. Uh, it says, but when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we are his children, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. Since you are his child, God has made you his heir. I, I, I want to talk, I want to talk to us about living free. It's, it's the season for it. Uh, it's the season to live free. Uh, the whole reason, one of the reasons why we, we're, Jesus came. Uh, we celebrate his birth during this season, but the whole purpose of his coming was to bring us into a place of freedom. That that's that's uh, where where that's where uh, we should be walking in, living in, enjoying, experiencing uh, the freedom of God. Uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, my bishop was preaching, and he asked a question, and he says, uh, when was the last time you uh, felt free, that you felt really free, which was a question that I, you know, you, you know, I pondered for a little bit, and, and I thought about it, and I, I was, I, I felt, I felt pretty free. I, I really do. I really felt pretty free, you know. I, I feel really, really, I, I felt pretty free, but then, you know, but when you really think about it, am I living in the full freedom that God has really uh, provided for me to live in. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we, when we evaluate it based on our own standards and based on our own thinking, uh, we uh, will say to ourselves, yeah, I'm free, I'm free. But then a lot of times we don't really fully understand the freedom that God really desires for us. 
Because ultimately, in the freedom that God has provided for us, if we understand what, what, what God is saying in this, ver- in the, in this verse here, uh, and, and what he was saying to the people there in Galatia uh, through the Apostle Paul, uh, the freedom that is available to them, um, he, he, he was saying to them, and what he was trying to get the point across is that uh, God has now made us his heirs. We are now his children and now even joint heirs with Jesus. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just need to jump to the end first, and I'll bring you back, and we'll get to where we're going. Um, but but let's let's think about this. I want to let's just think through this real quick. I want to think about some things and and just think through this uh, uh, really quick um, because 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 uh, I I had to come to understand that when I, I, I'm fully free, when I'm walking in, living in my inheritance that God has given me. That, that's when I'm really operating in the freedom of God. That's where, that's where God has, has done for us because this is what the Scripture says. This is what the Scripture says. Is that, let, me, let me start at verse 4. I'm going to start there at verse 4, just kind of pull apart some of these uh, clauses here. Uh, it says, when the right time came, when the right time came, uh, when the right time came. In, in, the, uh, in, in the King James, it, it, it would say something like this. Uh, it, it would say something uh, like, uh, when the fullness of time uh, was come. When the appointed time you know, uh, Pastor Brandon preached a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, when, when is the right time? When, what was that? When, it, when will it be time? And and he kind of went past this verse uh, a little bit, and, 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 but 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 what he was trying to say is that God has appointed times for every season. Right. He wasn't trying to say it; he actually said it. But 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 God has appointed times for every season, and and God had already knew and and understood. Uh, when he would uh, break through time and come into uh, 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 our, 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 our time and space, he, he, he already understood it from the beginning. That was already his plan. He already understood what he would do in the beginning before there was a beginning that he knew uh, he already had a plan. Just, just, somebody let, just, just somebody say God had a plan. God, God has a plan. And God had a, a, a time on that plan. And, and so, and so he, there, there, there's, I, I, I don't want to go through all the dispositions and all the covenants that he's made, but, but, but God understood and knew that there was a time would, that he would come. He, he had already prophesied it in, in, in Genesis 3.15. Uh, when 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 Adam fell and uh, after after eating uh, 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 the fruit of, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, when when Adam fell, uh, when Eve was deceived, uh, when the serpent did what he did, uh, God says in 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 Genesis three fifteen, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, 
speaking to the serpent, and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. He had already declared that he was coming. He declared it. He already declared he was coming. All throughout the Old Testament, prophets was declaring his coming. Moses declared it in, in Deuteronomy. He said that there will become a, there's a prophet who will come you should, that you need to hear. They're, they're, he, all throughout, all throughout the, the scriptures, it declared his coming. And when the right time came, when, when everything was in line for, 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 for Jesus to break through, to come out of eternity into time, when, when the a right time, when everything was in line, uh, 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 God sent, the word says, his son. He, he sent his son at the right time, at the right time. <laughs> I, I just like God's timing, and I could go into uh, the difference between uh, kairos and, 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 and all of that type, what kairos means, but I'm not going there. That's just going to take up too much time. But just know at the appropriate time, God's going to send, God sent his son. That's the same way in our life. God, God just have a timing on everything. There's a timing and a season for everything. Ecclesiastes tells us that. There's a time and a season for everything. Uh, whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing, it all has a, a, a time stamp on it. it. It has a moment where it's coming to an end. It's coming to a close. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, uh, no matter how you're feeling, uh, God is not going to leave you right where you are. There's a time stamp that's going on with it. God says, uh, uh, God reminds us through the Apostle Paul uh, it, that, that there is no temptation that has taken us, but such that is common to man. But God is faithful not to allow us to be attempted above that which we're able, but will with the temptation make it a way for us to escape that we might be able to bear it. There is a trap door in every situation and temptation. There's a trap door. There's a way out. There's a, there's a moment where God is going to fix it so that you're going to look past it and just say, wow, uh, I don't know how I got through it. I don't know when sometimes I got through it. I just know I'm through it. God just always have a moment ready that at the, at the right time, at the right moment, in the right moment, God is going to bring it to pass. <laughs> it's coming. We, we can trust God's timing. I, God's, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've just learned over the years that I can trust God's timing. Sometimes I don't like God's timing. His timing don't always line up with my timing. I, I don't particularly appreciate God's timing sometimes because uh, it seems like God is just letting some things go on for just a little bit too long. I, I'm wondering why he ain't touched some things right. I don't, sometimes I'm wondering why he ain't fixed this already. I'm wondering why he allows certain things to go on for so long. Sometimes I it ain't just about things you want to get to you. Sometimes you want things to be over with. Sometimes you're wondering why you're allowing the wicked to just do what they do and how they get away with what they get away with. Why is this person prospering more than I'm prospering and I'm trying to follow your will and all of that type of stuff. God has a time for everything. 
And when you look at it, and, and, and when you really look at it, when you really look at it, when you really compare time to eternity, it's, it, you know, what we find to be so great while we're going through it, and the significance of God's true eternal plan is just not even a, 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 a grain of sand. It's just a grain of sand along the beach. God's timing is perfect. And at the perfect time, he sent his son. That's first, first thing. Say he sent his son. His time is at the right time. He sent his son. He sent his son. Listen, he didn't send an angel. He sent his son, his only begotten. The, 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 the second person of the Godhead. And we, we, Pastor Bree did, a, uh, Pastor Brandon did a, a, a nice Bible study on the, on the, on the, on the Trinity, the triune God. He's the, he's the, he, he, he sent his son. He sent his image. The scripture says that Jesus is the very image of the invisible God. Yeah. He sent his son. He didn't send. He didn't send. He he didn't send a, 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 a angel. He he didn't send somebody else because uh, it's been proven that angels fail. We see that in Luther. We see he didn't send another man because we see man fail. We see that in Adam. He came himself. He he, he came himself. He he, he came himself. He, he he came himself. Uh, uh, scripture, scripture tells us. Scripture tells us that uh, in 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 Isaiah four and Isaiah seven fourteen, uh, when he was speaking to uh, Ahaz, he he asked Ahaz, uh, uh, do, you know, t give just let me let me ask me for a sign. And, and Ahaz said, no, Lord, I don't want to tempt you. He said, well, let me give you a sign. Let, let me give you a sign. He, he, says, he says that, the, behold, a virgin shall uh, conceive a son and shall be called Emmanuel, which is God with us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We, we understand John picks that same thought up, and he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. That, that, and, and the Word came, and he dwelled among us, and, and we beheld him full of grace and truth. He, he sent his Son. He sent his Son, his only begotten Son. He, he sent him. The, 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 one, the one he sent is the, is the same, it, it, you, know, it, you know, we, 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 ah, let me move on. He sent his son. Let, let's just put there, just put it in the chat. He sent his son. I, I, I don't want to hold you because I, I can keep talking. I don't want to do that. Let's do this. And that, that next clause says, born of a woman. Born of the woman. It, it, it ties right back to the two verses that I just gave you, Genesis 3.15. Uh, he's going to put enmity between the seed of the woman and, and the seed of the serpent. He's, he's going to bring forth uh, 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 him, his son, through the birth of a virgin, a woman, a, a, a woman a, uh, uh, that, that has every understanding and every uh, opportunity to know that this birth would be a supernatural birth. 
supernatural birth, that the seed of the woman, that he says the seed of the woman, giving the thought to that we understand and know that women do not carry seed, so therefore that there is going to be seed implanted in a woman by the Holy One himself. That's, 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 what, that's, that's what's told to us in Scripture, that this holy thing that you're about to be birthed it is, it has been given by the Spirit of God himself. That's what we understand. It's born of a woman. So, it, so not not only not only this this son that comes. This son is a spoken promise, a spoken uh, a promise, a prophecy fulfilled, subject to the law is the next thing. Subject to the law. Here's what here's what the scripture says. It, he was subject to the law. Now, there's a lot of things. There's some things that we got to talk, that I could talk about, but I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this. But understand this. Subject to the law has every, has every uh, understanding that the, the son who was born subject to the law came through uh, the Jews came through the Jews because it was only the Jews that was given the law. It, it, the law of God was given to the prophet Moses to give to the people of God. So we got to connect so we understand that Israel was the chosen people of God. Uh, uh, Deuteronomy 4, 7 uh, and, and eight says something like this. It, it, it says, uh, what great nation is there that has God near, so near to it, as the Lord our God is to us? For whoever, for whatever reason, we may call upon him. And what great nation is there that has such statues and righteous judgments as are in all this law which we have set before you this day? There was no other nations that had this access to God, the true God, Jehovah. There was no other nation that could call upon God like Israel could call upon God. There was no other nation that had great statues and judgments uh, 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 to lead them uh, like the nation of Israel. God called them out as a covenant people to be his priests and kings, to be a nation that will stand out to other nations all over of what it would be like for this great God to be in covenant with you. That, 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 that born of under the law, born under the law. He was born under the law. Now, that's important to understand that God, uh, 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 we, we understand Scripture tells us that from Abraham, uh, Abraham to Moses, sin reigned. Uh, we understand that sin uh, entered into uh, the world through Adam, uh, through the fall of Adam. When uh, the Scriptures told uh, 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 uh God tells Adam that, you know, uh, every tree of the garden you can have, you can eat. But the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil, that uh, you shall not eat from. So God sanctified that tree, asked them to not eat from it, 
uh, he goes forward uh, in a relationship with God. He, God brings forth the woman, and because he declares it wasn't good for man to be alone, uh, the woman and him lives in the garden. He tells them to be fruitful. He tells them to multiply, and he tells them to subdue the earth. That's the, that's, that's the Adam covenant that he had. Adam, Adam covenant with God to be fruitful, to multiply, and subdue the earth. And they move forward in the garden until the enemy comes, the Satan comes. He's the deceitful one. Uh, 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 he comes and he deceives Eve, asking the question, uh, did God really say? And God, and Eve says, well, it's the tree of good and evil. We can't even touch it or eat it. She added on some stuff because he didn't really say touch it. He ain't tell you you didn't touch it. He just said don't eat it. But she looked at the tree, saw it was good for good uh, of knowledge and all that. And she tasted of the tree. She liked it. She gave it to Adam and Adam fell. And the scripture says the moment that you eat it, you will certainly die. We see that. While Adam and Eve did not suffer a physical death immediately, they did die spiritually. Upon their death, sin entered the world. And because of death, I mean, I'm sorry, because of sin, death entered. Death, death, death entered because of sin. And so everybody after Adam came were pronounced as sinful because of the fall of Adam. Yeah. Track with me here. All right? So the law was set in place. The law, let's, let's, let's put it this way, uh, sin reigned even from Adam to Abraham to Moses. Sin reigned because death reigned. Because men died. Eventually, Adam died. Eventually, Eve died. Eventually, uh, 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 Abraham died. And, and all of the forefathers died because of sin. God interjected the law. He gives the law. He calls Israel out. He gives the law to Moses. He gives the law to Moses. Uh, Romans 3.25 says this, at starting, at verse, uh, starting at verse 25, he says, For God uh, presented Jesus as the sacred, I'm sorry, let me read that again. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life shed his blood, and this sacrifice showed that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. 26 says, for he was looking forward and including them in what he would do in time, in this time present. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right with, right in his sight when we believe in Jesus. We cannot boast. 
So God absolutely put and set the law in place, and this is not the verse that I really wanted, but I'm going to keep going, uh, that sin might be increased. Sin might be increased. God placed the law into place that there might be a inc- that that sin might be increased because the law demonstrates the character of God. The the law is yet holy. It's the law of sinful. Uh, 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 Paul acts, and he says, absolutely not. The law is not sinful. The law is absolutely holy. But the problem is that man cannot live up to the standards and qualifications of God's character. Therefore, because man cannot live up to the the qualifications of God's character. The law serves to demonstrate and to reveal the sinful hearts of men. And so God waits up even, let me put it this way. I'm going to reverse it. Let me say this again. God sets the law in place because Jesus could have came before the law. Jesus could have came before the law. Jesus could have came before the law. Listen, listen. He could have came before the law, but God allowed the law to be set in place. And he saw Jesus coming, and, and what this verse that I just read in verse Romans 8, uh, Romans 3, it, it tells us that God was already looking to Jesus as the sacrifice So therefore, all of those before Jesus, he was merciful to because he was already looking towards Jesus as the perfect sacrifice to satisfy the offering for sin. That's that's what that's 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 where. See, we're going somewhere. I said it's time to live free. See, we can't live free until we deal with the sin nature that we're that that that's in our hearts. And so, because we 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 got to deal with the sin nature, uh, uh, we we got to we we can't live free. So let me let me keep going. I you I, I don't want to lose anybody. I just want you to stay with me. Keep tracking. Keep tracking with me because I knew some of y'all was like saying, well, what does that got to do with me living free? I'm telling you, I'm trying to get there. We're going to get there. I'm in good time. Here we go. Here we go. So he was born under the law, and that was that's important. He was born under the law, not just because he uh, uh, it connects him to the Jewish nation, but it also connects the fact that he was born uh, where God's law had been revealed to man. Therefore, the standards of God was known to man, and therefore, you know what? Really, 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 God, what God was really doing, can I just talk it like I want to say it, just to kind of make it plain? What what God was really doing, he says, I'm going to make this a little harder for me. I I know that I'm coming. I'm coming, but I'm not going to take the easy route. I'm going to take the, I'm I'm not even going to, see, because I can come before the law. See, because where there is no law, it can't, it can't, sin cannot be counted to people where there is no law. If if God did not say that uh, thou shall not steal, if I was to take something 
from somebody that doesn't belong to me uh, because there's no law that says that I can't do that. Well, I can't be counted as a thief. See, see, that's that, that's what that's see, see, see for all of y'all, for all of those people, for all of those people who who was covetous, who wants something that belongs to somebody else, uh, for all of those people who 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 it, it, you know, I, I'm, it's Christmas. I, I'm going to be light on some people, but but those who see things that other people have and really want that and want to get that that other people have, well, if God never says uh, don't covet, then you can't be a coveter because God didn't. You can't be held against it. Can't be held against you because it ain't no law against it. See, but in the character of God, in his holiness, uh, these are the things that God says that, you know, that, that, that don't rock with me. I don't, I don't ride like that. I don't move like that. I can't have people uh, with me that run like that. I can't have people with me that move that way. So I need to tell you who I am and to reveal to you my character so you know uh, what I like, what I don't like, what, what I rock with, what I don't rock with. You want to know how I move. That's, that's, that's what God wants to do. So he gave us his law. And while his law reveals his character, it can't do nothing to help us uh, maintain it. It had no power in itself to help me from not coveting. It. it had no power in itself to help me from not, from, from, from not stealing. It, it had no power in itself to help me from not lying. But if it wasn't no law, then I was good. If I lied and there was no law, there was no law that said you shouldn't lie, well, you can't call me a liar. There's no law against it. But but God revealed his holy character through the nation of Israel. And he even made it more difficult for himself when he came. That, that's why that's that's why you know sometimes when we when we call when we say Jesus is the perfect sacrifice and when, when he, he 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 was he was the one who was without sin God Jesus walked 33 years on earth in perfect harmony and union with God under his law he he sub, he subjected himself under his own law that's what Philippians 2 tells us he came, he felt in our robbery. Not only did he come as a man, but he also came as a man and set himself up under his own law. You know, there's, there's things that we do in our own houses that we don't, we, tell, we, we make rules in our own house and don't keep them. We, we make our own rules. We make rules in our own house and we don't keep them. We, we, make, we say stuff like, you know, uh, don't eat in the living room. But then we, you know, may find ourselves with some food in our hands. And all of a sudden, we just sit down in the living room and start eating. We, we say, well, you know, no harm, no foul. But we had already made the rule that we ought not eat in the living room. And we don't even keep our own rules. There are rules that we make in our own house that we don't keep. You know it and I know it. 
God made the rules. Not only did he make the rules, but he put himself up under the rules. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, as Jesus walked as a man amongst us, he not only was the rule, he kept the rule. Hallelujah. <laughs> he was born under the law. He did all of that. Here's verse 5. Here's verse 5. He sent him to buy our freedom. Some places you'll see where it says to get, to ransom us. But I use this because I like the word freedom. He did this to buy our freedom. He, he came at the right time, born of a woman, under the law, to buy our freedom. For we were slaves to the law. Now, understand this. Listen to this. Listen. Understand. Here we go. Now, understand, it was Israel that was really slave to the law because the law was given to Israel. The nations outside of Israel were still condemned under sin. They, they were still condemned under sin sin because they were born of a woman. They were born by men and women. And so everybody after Adam was still under sin. And, and the problem with all the other nations is that they had no covenant relationship with God. Yeah. So Ephesians tell us that the, that, that the Gentile nations, they were without hope. They had no hope. They had no relationship with God. They had no rights to the covenant relationship with God. And so even at that, they were, they were slaves. They were slaves. The, 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 the Israel, was, Israel was slave under the law. The Gentiles were slave unto sin. The, the Gentile nations were slave unto sin because because of sin, we, we were all died. And death, and death, 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 came, uh, uh, death came by sin. Uh, and, and sin is separation from God. That's the bottom line. You, you're separated from God. Uh, 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 Israel had the law, but they were still separated because the sin issue had to be dealt with. Gentiles didn't have the law, but they were separated and they had no hope. They was even further from God because they had no covenant relationship but yet they were still, they, they all men died. All, all men after Adam, even Adam, died because of sin. And sin uh, controlled us. Sin controlled us. Whether you were Greek uh, or in scripture would say Greek or Jew or Gentile or Jew or, or however you want to call it. We all was, we all, scripture says, we all fall short of the glory of God. We all fall short of the glory of God. Here, here we go. Here we go. And so we were all slaves. We, we were slaves. He was speaking when he says slave to the law, the law, the law, the law, the, 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 the law. We were slaves so that we could be adopted as his very own son. So God is trying to do. He, bring, he sends his son into the world. We celebrate his coming because he came. But we also celebrate his coming because of what he did and his plan. His plan was, his plan was to bring us into 
uh, sonship. His plan was to bring us into sonship. So in the manger, there was already a cross. In the manger, there was already a cross. The the cross was already in in his view. He he, he understood that. He understood that. He understood that. Uh, 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 Hebrews tells us that he understood it because uh, Hebrews 10 proclaims that Jesus says, look, you're tired of sacrifices. Uh, You don't want sacrifices. He he, he says that you're tired of that. He says, prepare me a body and I'll go down there and I will make it right. I will, I'll I'll, I'll give my life as a sacrifice. I, I will make it right. Prepare me a body. And, and I will do your will. Listen, you know, we say this. We say this. This thought came to my mind uh, uh, last Sunday, I believe. Uh, we say this. Um, 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 we, we say uh, one, of the, one of the thoughts that my bishop would always say, you know, uh, obedience is hard, but disobedience is harder. And we say that based on uh, 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 to obey. Uh, we, obedience is better than sacrifice. We, we say that. But what I come to really thought, this is the thought that I came with, the, the, the thought is, is this, is that obedience is the sacrifice. O- o- obedience is the sacrifice. That's what Romans says. It, it, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is the good and the most acceptable uh, will of God. It, it, it's, it's a, a, a be, sacrifice is not needed when there's obedience, but obedience is the sacrifice. That, that's, what, that's what Jesus, that's what the word says, that he gave his life as a sacrifice. It's not just talking about what he did on Calvary's cross, but he's talking about how he walked out his life daily. That's why Jesus says, if many man comes after me, uh, he needs to pick up his cross and follow me. Your life is the sacrifice. That's our worship. That's why obedience is the highest form of worship. It's because your your life is the sacrifice. What what I do, what I do, how I handle myself, how I carry myself, the decisions that I make, what I do, what I don't do, how I act, how I speak. it's, It's all about, it's all about performing the will of God. Performing the will of God. That, that's 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 where that's that's what this is all about, and so the, so so as we let me let me let me move because I, I got to get to where we got to go, because here here what we're trying to get to, and what I want you to really understand is how do I live free? How, how do I really how do I really live free? I already really told you, I already told you because I live free when I'm operating, walking in. My sonship. Verse 6 says, because we are his sons, God has sent his, the spirit of his son into our heart, prompting us to call out Abba, Father. That's, that's what God says. That's what, that's what the spirit is. That, that's, that's what 
God, God informs us, look, so, so he sent his son, he sent his son to give his life that he can clear the way for us to become children of the most high God. He cleared the way, he cleared the way for us to become children. See, that, that's, that's, what, that's what this is all about. See, that's what this is about. Now, 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 that, that, that was his plan. See, see, not only did he clear the way for Israel, but he also cleared the way for the Gentile nations. That, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what Ephesians tells us. Ephesians, Paul writes over in Ephesians that, that there's a mystery that God had in mind from the beginning. There's a mystery. It's called the mystery of the church, whereby he's going to take two uh, 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 two different people and make them all one. We're going to take uh, two different people. We're going to take the Jewish the Jewish nation and we're going to take the Gentile nation and we're going to make them one body. We're going to make them one body called the church, which is which is the bride of Christ. That We're going to make them one people. We're going to make them, this my children, my family, these are going to be my heirs. These are going to be my joint heirs with my son who is the first fruit from the dead. That, that that's when I that's that that that's what that's what that's what uh uh uh, uh that's what he does and so he says that he 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 makes the way he because of what Jesus did he 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 he, he, he God could now adopt us because he satisfied. He, Hebrews tells us Hebrews tells us in chapter ten also that 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 Jesus satisfied his his offering his one offering satisfied the debt of sin put it to a final end now and forever and because sin has now been paid for death no longer rules over us the grave can no longer hold us down and not only does the grave not only hold us and sin cannot rule over us, but God has now it was able through his, the death of his son to pour out his spirit in us. And now we can cry out, Abba, Father. Here we go. I'm not going to take long to get to do the end where I am because that's, that's where it is right there. Uh, I live free when I'm walking in the spirit that has been deposited in me. Because it's the spirit of God where the scripture says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, freedom, emancipation. So when I'm walking in the spirit, I'm, I'm living free. I'm, I'm emancipated. Not, not, wait, see, and see, free people, free people, free these, this, this freedom that I have gives me access. It, it gives me access because the spirit of God lives in me and it prompts me to cry out, Abba, Father. That that's a it, it, it's the Abba is 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 aromatic, but 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 it's a, it's a, it's for for Father. But but Father has this idea of deep intimacy. See, a son can go. See, see, see. Jesus says to his disciples, he says, you know, he says, you know, a, a servant, a, a servant, a slave. Some say 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 slave. Some translations uh, translation says slave. Some others says a servant. Uh, a servant only can, you know, I, I don't call you servant. See, because I can't tell my servants everything. 
I call you friend. I call you my friend because I, 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 I want to share my deepest thoughts with you. I want to share intimate things that what, what the Father has shared with me, I want to share it with you. I, I, I don't call you a servant, see, because servants, see, the law was, was, was see, I, I wish I could have, I, I didn't get there, but look, I got to wrap this up. I, I, see, see, the law came, it was placed as a tutor. It was a, it was a tutor. It was a governor. It, it, was a, it, it was to foreshadow of things to come. It, it, it was only to serve a purpose to, to show a, 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 a folk uh, uh, what God's character was really like, and it was only to show what God, uh, 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 what 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 sin uh, is really about. It, it was to show that, and so God uh, set the law in place for a moment as a as a as a tutor, as a as a as a as an instructor, as a as 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 someone as who who was only watching out for his children until the right moment came, the the right time when he would sit his son. His son would be born. His son would live. His son would die. And his son would rise and release the power of the Holy Spirit. Pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. And we would have the opportunity. We would have the way. We would have the way back to the Father. We would live in the, in the relationship that he intended for us, his children, to live when he first formed man. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I'm walking in my freedom as an heir and a joint heir, when I'm walking in my freedom as a son of God, as I'm walking in my freedom, crying out to God in my intimate relationship with him as my father, I'm most free. When, when I'm walking in the spirit, when I'm walking in the spirit, when I'm walking in the spirit, let me finish this up. I'm going to go to Romans chapter 8 and I'm done. Romans chapter 8 and I'm done. There's a lot here. I, I wish I could talk. You know, these, whenever preachers are preaching, they only can give you so much of the conversation that they had when they were kind of talking with the Lord. That if, you, if they were really talking with the Lord, I'm not just, let me just put that out there. Uh, you really got to be talking with the Lord. But when you're talking with the Lord, there's only so much you can get. But, but I, 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 de I declare, go back and look through it. You'll see it. Uh, Romans 8 says, now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. My wife says, say it again. It, it, it says, it says, so there is no condemnation to those who belong to Jesus Christ. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit frees you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in the body, in the body like the bodies of sinful sinners have, and in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that just 
I'm sorry, he did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who are no longer who no longer follows our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. That's a lot there. But what that, all that's saying is that God, this is what we've already said, God did all of that to bring us into sonship, to bring us into a place whereby we are now in the place where sin no longer has control of us because the, the grip of sin, which is death, has been broken by the sacrifice of Jesus. We have that. We, we have that. And it's verse, verse 9 says, but you are not controlled by the sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. Verse 11, he says, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Listen to that. The Spirit of the God that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, you are no longer obligated to do what your sinful nature urged you to do. Verse 14, it says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So do so, so you have not received the Spirit uh, that makes you fearful slaves. Uh, instead, you receive the Spirit of God when you are when he adopted you as his own, now you call him Abba Father, for the Spirit joins uh, with our spirit to affirm that we are children of God. And since we are children, we are heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But don't let me leave this off. He says, but if you are to share in his glory, we must also share. In his suffering. Yeah, yeah. Listen to me. I hope and pray. I'm closing. I'm going to close this up. I hope and pray that not only when we celebrate this season and in the days going forward, I hope and pray that we not, under, we not only understand that he came, but he came with purpose. He came with a plan. He came with you and I in mind because he wants a relationship with us. He wants fellowship with us. He, he wanted us to be free from the grips and the power of our sinful nature. He wants us to be able to cry out to him as father. He wants us to operate in the liberty of a son. He, he wants us to be full, that not, not to pull ourselves back into the, the organized religion, the legalism, the, the self-imposed guidelines, the self-works, the, the works, the, the works of the flesh, the, the, the works that other people, that we put on ourselves and that other people put on us. You know, I'll, I'll give this one example. You know, there's an example in Scripture where, where, where the disciples, they're on the Sabbath day. On the Sabbath day, the disciples are moving along and they start picking the grain in the field. 
and the Pharisees are seeing this and they're asking them, you, you, they are allowed to work on the Sabbath? You, they're doing a work on the Sabbath. And, and Jesus looks at them and says, oh, okay, well, let me ask you a question. He said, you know, um, if um, one of your sheep or animals fell down into a hole on the Sabbath, would you not go get them? Wouldn't you go get that, you know? So, so my my question, and Jesus said, my question is to you: is 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 it, is it unlawful to do good on the Sabbath? And, and and so 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 the 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 scribes and the Pharisees, they 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 you know they they you know they they they, they always were 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 trying to add on, uh, live up under the same thing I said: this rule that that they couldn't keep. They're not only putting it on themselves, but they're putting it on other people. They're judging people by it. They can't keep it. Other folks can't keep it. And that's really not what God was really, what God, what, what, you know, scripture, you know, one, one person said, well, what is the greatest commandment? And, 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 you know, he says, well, love the Lord with all thy heart, thy, thy soul, and thy mind. And Jesus says, and, and also, love your neighbor as yourself. That, that's what Jesus said. And, and, and God is trying to get us to that place where he wants to free us from the rules, the regulations, the, 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 the condemnation, the guilt, the shame. He, he's freed us through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, it's amazing that this time of year is, is most depressing for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Loved ones may not be around. Your finances might be off. There's a whole lot of different circumstances and situations where in COVID, we're, we're, we got a lot of things going on. There's a possibility that the job may fold up and all of these other problems and all of these other things. And, and, we, and we sometimes slip into places of depression. We slip into these places of anxiety. We slip into all of these places sometimes where, where God is desiring to lift us up from and to help us to see that, look, you are my children. See, 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 this is, this is how I've always operated with my children. If I have it, they had it. If, 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 they, if I had it, they had it. That, that's the way we, they operated. There, there are certain things as, 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 you know, as my children, um, they, they, can, they can, you know, they could just walk up into my room, and if there's a need, uh, if I'm not around, uh, which they've done in the past, uh, they'll they'll just take what they need to use. And 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 there's you know I would appreciate it if they would just put it back <laughs> after they used it. Sometimes it get away from me a little bit, you know. It's kind of now over in their place where they're using it all the time. But 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 because because. I'm a father. I'm, I'm their father, and they're my sons and daughter. Uh, they they have access to me like that, and, and they walk in the relationship that we have. They they walk in relationship like that with me, it, it, and when they need me, they can call me, and, and 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 ask me, and if I and if I have it to be able to give, and I see that it's appropriate for them to have, uh, it's it's theirs. Be, because they're they're my son and my daughter, and if I can do that, 
a sinful person as myself, how much more our Heavenly Father, how, how much more our Heavenly Father, who, 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 who is the master of the universe, who's created the heavens and the earth, who has all things, the silver is his, the gold is his, the cattle on a thousand hills are his, how much more will our Heavenly Father take care of his children? Scripture says in, 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 in Romans 8, it says, He that spareth not his own son, but delivered him up for, his, him for us all, how will he not freely give us all things? See, I'm most free. I'm most free when I understand that I'm an heir of the Most High God. I'm most free, not when I just understand it, but when I live in it, when I'm walking in the Spirit, when I'm trusting the Spirit to guide me, when I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to me, I'm most free when I'm calling out to my Father, not just when I need Him, but just when I'm in relationship with Him. My children don't just call me when they need me. We call and talk about a whole lot of stuff. We, we talk about all kinds of things at any particular given time. It, it's just the way, it's just relationship. It's just fellowship. That's what God is giving. That's where he wants us to go in this season. He wants us to understand all that he provided for us. And he wants us to live in it because he desires for us to live free. Give God a hand of praise wherever you might be. Wherever you might be, give them praise, give them glory. Give them praise, give them glory. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.